the old geeks. Two old farts, a microphone, and the internet. What could go wrong? Well, Happy New Year, Jason. Happy New Year, Brian. It's good to see you. Good to see you, too. In person, in, in Venice, with beer. In lovely Venice, California, and I'm having a stone-smoked porter. And I am drinking what uh, is very appropriate for me, at least according to other people, Arrogant Bastard Ale. That's what I hear. Yeah. <laughs> How were your holidays? Uh, good. Very, very cold, but good. Uh, I was in Toronto for 10 days from uh, Christmas until just after New Year's. Um, didn't leave the house. I, yeah, yeah, you did. I saw you were at the bar the whole damn time. Well, uh, just to get to the bar. I ran into a heated car, was swiftly driven and dropped off in front of the bar, okay. ran inside, and uh, there I sat. No, it was a good time. I, uh, I really love it there. It's always fun. Um, we'll probably eventually end up living there at some point. Excellent. So we can get into your rants about L.A. whenever you'd like. <laughs> yes, because I'm on vacation now here in lovely Los Angeles. Yes. Been here for a week. Uh, I got out just in time for the, the massive cold fest of <laughs> 2014, It I is. Guess. It is bad. It is bad over there. Sorry, guys. Sucks. Um, you know, it, it, we're not turning on the air conditioner in between segments to keep cool here. Nope, not at all. Not us. Yeah, here, but here's the difference. Yeah, yeah, it's cold there, but when you're here, you're still stuck in Los Angeles. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I find that since I've been back here, because people are different all across the country in the past six months. I've been traveling a lot. Yeah. And um, people here are stupid with extreme prejudice. That is, is what true. I found. Yes, I they, don't disagree. Yes, they actively try and be stupid against you to make your life miserable or or harm you in many certain ways. Um, yeah, it's, it's very it's a very different place. Well, I will uh, I will say what I always say in defense of L.A. Uh, the dumbest, uh, most annoying asshole from every fucking small town moves here. It's not our fault. It's all you dumb fucks. Oh, oh, thank you. <laughs> I've been to every small town, and maybe that's why I like it there now. Yeah, because all really those here. jerks came here. <laughs> they all come out, you know, they all come out with their dream and uh, sit around here for five years, annoying the hell out of all of us that live here, and then they fuck off and leave when their dream didn't happen. Unless mm-hmm. their dream was, of course, being, being a waiter at Chili's. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I, I, there's this other thing that happened. I went, to, I went to the grocery store the other day. Yes. And uh, they asked me, would you like a bag? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I thought they were talking about those, you know, polyethylene or like the big plastic take-home bags that you could bring back. Because yeah. they've been pimping those forever. Yes. And then when I said no, the girl at the end of the bagging station just looked at me blankly when I was done. Yes. And the, the girl behind the counter was just like looking at me like I had four heads. And I'm like, oh, you people did that stupid San Francisco shit, didn't you? It's spreading, Jason. Get used to it. It's in Toronto already as well. It's coming into New York. It is going to be the norm everywhere. You're going to have to pay for your plastic environmental destroying bags from now on. We always paid for them. It was just a markup. What the fuck? (laughs) It's just like the airlines. They're going to be charging you for air next time around. (laughs) If you'd like air. (laughs) If you'd like air, that'll be an extra $50 for your flight. Uh, yeah, it always used to be built in as a markup, but uh, then, you know, it, it's bullshit legislation that's caught on because, you know, it's, it's like saying anything is for the kids. It's for the environment. So how are you going to say no to that? It's going to get passed. End of story. It's dirty so, California hippie bullshit. You get really, really used to having bags in the back of your car, and usually you can get them for free, and then you just bring them in with you, and you do your shopping that way, and you feel... Yeah, but if you have a here's the pro, no, here's the problem. If you have a dog, you used to take the bags home and you pick up the dog shit with it. Now no, you can't. No, no, now you're out on that. So dog owners are screwed. I'm not They're a fan of the this. Pooch. I am not a fan of this at all. It's fine. It's not that big of a deal. And that's not just a California thing. 
it started here. Well, most things do. Anti-smoking. Most, most things terrible. Yeah, most California. things terrible do start here. <laughs> so, tell me something about uh, this Coachella thing that you've been ranting about. <laughs> well, uh, I am a big fan of Coachella. At least uh, I have been. I started going pretty much the second year. Uh, I've gone almost every year up until the last couple of years because I'm old and it started to become a hipster run over horrible thing. You know, once Lindsay Lohan is starts to go, uh, you can't go anymore. Um, but I missed it. I decided to go again this year. They just did their announcement of, of the lineup, which eh, is neither here nor there. Not crazy about it, but good well, like I saw it. There's one band I want to see. Just yeah. one band. There's one band. There, there are about 20 bands I'd like to see, uh, but nobody that really blows me away, but I'm going anyways. And I'm, I was very excited about it. Until I got my email, my official Golden Voice announcement email, which in, in paragraph one states, and I, and I quote, you totes need to go check out the brand new Coachella.com. <laughs> I want to fucking sell my tickets now just based on this email. I never want to have anything to do with Coachella again because I totes hate fucking totes. Because it's cray cray ridic. It's cray cray ridic, and I'm going to have a cray cray ridic time doing the Molly with the kids. It's Coachella. What's the Molly? That's their new term for X because they have to rename everything. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, what was the other? Adorbs. Uh, Somebody said, I totes have an Adorbs baby. <laughs> <laughs> this chick who just had a new baby. She said uh, the email around to the company, totes Adorbs baby. Oh, God. <laughs> What's happened to this world? Anyways, yeah. So the totes, uh, totes should not be allowed in any kind of official press release. That's just. Totes. Totes. <laughs> Unless it's coming from Snapchat, I suppose. Uh, totes agrees. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, I do I do have to say it's nice being here. I should have worn shorts. Uh, I am in shorts and a T-shirt, of course. And we will have to turn the air conditioning back on in a moment. It is getting warm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah. Uh, it, it's. Um, I, I've had a love-hate relationship with L.A., and I've lived here all my life. So I totally get where you're coming from. There are a lot of annoying people here. I find beer helps. Yeah, but you can only have so much beer. That's not true. <laughs> there is a there is a functional limit to how much beer you can. Then oh, have, functional! You didn't yeah. mention that. Okay. So, oh, I, I do I do miss it back there. I got to say, people are nicer. It's great. Um, the problem is the jobs are here. So I'm here. This trip is for about this trip is for jobs. I came here to woo clients right. and uh, get new business. Because we, we talked about this before, mm -hmm. like when I couldn't get a job. Yeah. And I have come to terms with the fact that I will probably never again have a day job. That's the way it is. And when we started this, I was thinking about this on the way over as I was screaming at this asshole going 20 miles an hour on Topanga Canyon <laughs> in front of me. Back in the early days, we were magicians. We were wizards. We were like well paid to do the magic shit on the internet. Yes. Now we're line cooks. Yeah. Fortunately, everybody's got to eat. Yeah. So... We're still going to have, have jobs. We're going to have business. So I'm looking at it on the bright side with that. But you know what? you gotta, you got to go out and hump you, the pavement, as you, it were. you got to pimp your shit. Totes. Yep. <laughs> your totes got to pimp your shiznit. Speaking of pimping my shiznit, I was on, uh, I was on Dan Benjamin's podcast a couple weeks ago. I, I, I listened the other night. Yeah. Uh, at least to your segment. I, I have not listened to his entire podcast before. It seems they seem to know what they're talking about from the... Uh, Five minutes before and five minutes after. Well, it's actually been one of my ear candy recommendations back in the mm -hmm. early days when it first started. Uh, I really like it. And uh, Dan was posting on Twitter. Dan Benjamin, the, the owner of the network, was posting on Twitter. He's like, hey, if we did a, a quick uh, impromptu episode of the show, would anybody call in? And I'm like, hell yeah. So he sent me the number and I called in. Right. 
And we talked a little bit about podcasting. Because being the line cook that I am during the day, in the evening I would like to be able to do this. Talk to the peoples. You know? (laughs) Spread the joy and the wisdom of of my years in the business. Yeah. Um, So I asked him, is it uh, it a viable option to do this full time? And... Now, you tell me what you t- took it from his advice. What I took from his advice is, um, well, you started, uh, he started off with kind of the basic, of course it's a viable if you, if you find an audience and you are interesting. If you build it, they will come. Field of Dreams bullshit. Uh, as you and I know from having done this almost a year now, um, they don't really come. You have to go out into the streets, hit them over the head, drag them back to you, kicking and screaming, (laughs) and then hope they stick around for the next episode or two. Uh, It's not that easy. Um, As you started to get into it more and more with him, he started to kind of admit to that, that it's not, you know, building an audience is incredibly hard right now. The problem is, like you just said, you know, you do your day job and at the end of the day, you'd like to sit and talk to the people and, and hopefully make money doing that. Well, so do 100,000 other people. 250,000 other, <laughs> other people yeah, at last count precise. in terms... And that's just the iTunes podcast list. Um, a lot of people want to do that. Who wouldn't want to just sit around in their house and talk? Um, you know, hopefully what I think... what uh, We do something actually interesting and we bring a, a wide variety of knowledge and a huge breadth to what we do as opposed to just sitting there and chatting. But still, it's it's not easy and... Uh, you asked him a lot of very pointed questions that he had absolutely no answer for. Other than if you got in at the beginning, yeah, when, there were, when there were only 150 podcasts and yeah. you were good, you have a big audience and you can make money. If you're starting now... Get in with a network uh, that has people and then they're going to you know, amortize you across a bunch of other podcasts to get any but, kind of ad deal. But here's the one thing. I, I did think about that, and he did mention a bunch of other things, all of which we do and all of which don't work. So I am wondering if getting in with a network works either. Yeah, who knows? So. Who knows? Um, and, yeah, Hattie was saying, oh, and, you know, do the social media thing and put your podcast in your email footer. I'm Spoken like – Spoken as a true 20-something girl. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, um, this is social media. Social media will solve all your problems. If you're just on social media, everything will be great. You can do all your products on social media. Social media, social media, social media. She's pretty smart. Don't, don't bag on her. But the, okay, but, I only but, heard no. that one segment. But, yeah, but, she, but like, that's one of those things where it's like I, I tried to clarify at the beginning by saying I've been in this business for 20 years. If I've been in this business for 20 years – uh, or a developer for 20 years, I know to put something in my damn email footer, you know, or my email signature. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, yeah. I was well, just like, give me a break. That <laughs> is something I, I've run into a lot. In fact, I was talking to my business partner about some experiences she's having with a, something she's doing on the side. And, and uh, she has a, I guess I would say niece, I'm not sure, but, you know, a, 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 a younger girl that, that is talking to her and is telling her how the entire reason her business is failing is she's not on Instagram. <laughs> okay yeah, no, again no it's that social media like it's just the, it's a fucking it's it's a gospel for kids of a certain age and they just think that that is going to solve everything and that is the answer to everything and it's fucking not not even close no being on instagram is basically a waste of time it looks like i saw tiesto a uh, superstar massive huge dj went on to snapchat he must have gotten contacted by snapchat and they must have made a deal with him and you know he signed up for snapchat and he basically practically blew snapchat servers last night because because, you know, uh, uh, like 100,000 people sent him Snapchats. Is he ever going to look at them? Hell no. Do they do anything for his business? 
No. Probably not. I mean, that's an awareness campaign. That's yeah, not, that's just that's, not an, that's just that's just awareness. That's yeah. all it is, and it's it's not quantifiable, and none of that stuff is. So, getting on Instagram isn't going to save your business, nor is it really going to do anything for your business. Nope. So, at the end of the day, at the end of the segment, uh, we'll put the link to the show in the show notes. And just a forewarning, I did have a lot of eggnog that night, so I am a little slow because um, <laughs> he did. It was an impromptu thing, and I'm just like, no, you sounded okay. I mean, the the audio quality was really good, and you had some. You say, uh, to me, it felt like you were just sitting there going, are you really saying this to me? Of kind course of, we tried that. Of yeah. course we've done that. <laughs> yeah, I kind of was. So, you know? <laughs> And I just listened to it and I was laughing going, yeah, you know what? Basically, we're doing it because it's fun. I'm not expecting to make money. If we do, that's great. Uh, chances are we probably won't. There's there's just – it's signal noise. There's, and here's there's too the, here, many people here, out there. Okay. Well, there's also, there's also a big difference by, from what we do and mm-hmm. also what Dan does on most of his shows – we're talk shows. We're not advice shows. Yeah. We don't we don't give a lot of quantifiable takeaways at the end of our shows. Right. Except go have a beer and watch some TV and listen <laughs> to a podcast or two. Yeah. Uh, there are shows that are highly successful, like um, you know, sex advice shows. There's advice. You know, there's something that you can learn from the shows. And when you're getting into the entertainment realm, you just got to be fucking entertaining. What he didn't what he didn't mention was. Uh, if you're not getting traction, maybe your show just sucks. That is a very real possibility. I, you know, if he would have said that, that would have been at least a little bit more honest and realistic. Um, because that's what I was thinking in the back of my head. I'm like, why don't you just say it, man? Say it. Say maybe your show just sucks. <laughs> Which I don't think our show does. But no, I don't think it does either. We, I, we you do. know, we, we've hit a we've hit a certain limit of people, and it grows slowly over time. We don't we don't get any of the big bumps doing any of the cool things that he mentioned. Um, but. We're doing it. People seem to like it, and that's great. I, it's a lot of the podcasts on iTunes seem to be dead. Some of them aren't even updating anymore. I mean, there's just so much out there, and I think we will see a die off of people that just get fed up doing it. I mean, we see that like Corolla probably gets like five calls a week about like I've got a podcast and a yeah. hundred people listen to it. How do I grow it? And he basically just says, "Don't." Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, and that's the other thing. That, that's what pisses me off about the iTunes store is. We get shown up every week by podcasts that have not been updated in four or five years. That's because it's, it's, it's not an editorial filter. And there, there is no editorial filter really for podcasting out there yet. That's, the, that's what the function of the record label was in the music industry, which has also kind of gone away, which is why you have so many fucking shitty bands out there. Look at the Coachella list. Um, there's, there's, no totes. Edit, there's, no, totes. there's no editorial filter for podcasting at all. iTunes throws up the newest things. Um, new and noteworthy. I don't even know if most popular is actually accurate or if they're just fucking around with people. I think that's a download algorithm based on, yeah, yeah. downloads, views, and Considering if stars. you're a podcaster yourself, iTunes won't give you any stats. So it's just, um, you know, and it's a limited market as well. Not that many people listen to podcasts. It is, you know, it's a, it's a specific group of people. Will it catch on? Well, you know, I'm surprised that like Sirius isn't like sniffing around and picking up podcasters and, and grabbing them to do talk show or talk stations or expand the number of stations that they have because God knows they can. Um, all that stuff will start to have to happen and, and the cream of the crop will get picked out. And then it'll just go off to be what it is. Now. You, yeah. you'll, 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 they'll pick out the superstars, put them on a different medium, and then podcasting will be back where it started. Exactly. That's, that's the way I see it going. So. Okay. Actually, <laughs> fortunately, now that I've said it out loud, I think that's completely wrong because I don't think Sirius is going to be around that much longer. But, <laughs> you know. I don't know. They're built into cars. That helps. I have been listening to it in my car, mm-hmm. 
I haven't found any decent stations. The only station I found that I actually like is the Comedy Central station, so I can listen right. to stand-up while I'm Yeah, the, the stand-up stations are good. The, the music stations are a joke, and they're completely against the promise of what they were supposed to be. Uh, they're as playlisted, if not more so, than terrestrial radio. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had a buddy, uh, uh, my, my buddy Jordan, he, he had a, a show on Sirius mm-hmm. back in the day, and uh, it was... It, he talked about this on another show, and he will be on our show when he's back in town, um, where they would get people that would call in that were like getting uh, – they were like miners in Canada who couldn't get real <laughs> radio stations. Right. And it's a really bizarre mix of people that, that, that show up on those things. Yeah. So I don't know. Either way, it was fun to be on the show. I, I'm still a huge fan of, of his show. He gives out great advice for people who want to change their jobs, people who have one career and they want to quit their job and Make start the a transition. new career. Yeah. Right. And he gives them. I've I've been through that process, and so I listen to it. And he actually gives solid advice. Cool. So, I mean, on the podcast thing, who knows? It's it's this is a black art. I, I prefaced it all with I basically only listened to that ten minutes. So, mm-hmm. yeah, no, definitely check out the show. It's good. But uh, yeah, that was the most exciting thing besides my three hundred stair challenge with David Teeter on Fitbit. Yes, I saw you went crazy with that. Three hundred and ten flights of stairs in one day, and I never left a. Uh, basically a 20 square foot block because I did it all inside of a two story house. <laughs> you are insane. I and again, this is why I like California. Why right, people here are just as insane. <laughs> At least you could be out and about walking along the coast. That's what he beat me that day. He did 320 flights of stairs cause he did it in San Francisco. Yeah. Asshole. <laughs> um, I still, I can't feel bad. He beat me fair and square. True. But uh, yeah, and I liked the, the post that you guys both both posted the next day about not really being able to walk very. I well. could move. <laughs> I could not move. <laughs> and then I tried to do a uh, another challenge because he he beat me that same day with fifty thousand steps in one day. He did fifty thousand <laughs> steps and three hundred and twenty flights of stairs in one day. That is insane. I, I hope you're okay out there. Actually, I haven't seen many posts from you recently. Maybe yeah, you're he's... still in traction. <laughs> <laughs> he has been kind of off the off the grid. Who yeah. knows. Okay, man. Well, it's, well good to be, it's good to be back. All right, it's good to have you here. Now we got to crank that AC up again. It's getting a bit toasty in here. Cheers. Cheers. Comment of the week comes from Miller, who actually left it on our Grumpy Old Geeks Facebook page. Uh, he left a link with the comment, disrupt, 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 because we love talking about disruption so much recently. Um, it was a Wired article, which I was hesitant to click on because I despise Wired. Why? I don't know. They pissed me off back in like the 90s, and I've just never gotten over it. Oh. I suppose I should. I love their, actually, their security stuff is really good. They had Kevin Polson editing for a while, who was in... Uh, a straight-up thug criminal, (laughs) um, which is good. (laughs) Yeah. Well, this was a great article. Uh, The faster a new technology takes off, the harder it falls. Uh, Basically, the gist of the article says the bell curve is dead for technologies, and everything is now what we call a shark fin. Instant instant adoption. Instant adoption. Uh, instant failure. Instant failure. <laughs> uh, no time at all for anything to, to kind of take hold or, or sit and gel for a while. It's it's you, basically you know right away whether you failed or not. That that's that's so terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's true though. I mean, it's look true. At it. It's everything just comes and goes. I mean. It, it everything hits so fast. Like, look at uh, what was that game we were playing? I can't remember the name of it. The trivia game. 
Oh, trivia. Quiz up. No, quiz up. Oh, quiz up. Yeah. Quiz yeah. up has slowed down already a lot, quite a bit. As, Everybody, as like, they, it, it's almost like binge watching. You know, yeah. they binge, binge app and then <laughs> get tired of it and then it goes away and they forget about it. That seems to be the way that we're going just with society in general. I mean, I, I've been saying for a while now that the networks are better fucking wising up to that. Or else they're going to be dead, too, because everybody wants to get their show like they're getting House of Cards or anything now. Every single episode comes out, you binge watch over a weekend, and you're done. Yep, I've been doing Orange is the New Black. That's my new one. <laughs> yeah. I, I, think, I think we should call this the goldfish economy, because everybody's got the memory of a goldfish. Yeah, it, it does seem to be that way. It's, um, we see that now with apps. We see that online. I mean, there's the, you know, a site will do really, really well for a couple, couple months, maybe, and then everybody kind of forgets about it. Um, there, you know, there's obvious things like Twitter or Facebook that, again, maybe like the podcasting, got in early enough that they hit that critical mass where you feel like you have to be there all the time. Everything else, uh, it's fly by night. I guarantee you, things like Snapchat won't be around. You know, yeah, that, that's going to go down as the biggest mistake in internet history. I think <laughs> him not taking the money. Him not oh, taking yeah. the money. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. And I mean, is Pinterest even a thing anymore? It was such a thing for so for. I mean, it took them years to get to the point where they hit critical mass, and now yep. I don't hear it mentioned anywhere anymore. It's, it's basically gone back to its core group of moms at home. Yeah, they they still use it. It's it's not nobody else cares anymore. So, except for some, you know, absolutely silly management, you know, 20 year old interns that make sure that they, you know, go into the office and say, well, this client needs to be on Pinterest. They need to be there. Yeah. Can you do, <laughs> can you write an API to connect your whatever? I'm like, yeah. I, that's, the, that's the upside. I have written tons of Facebook integrations. I've mm-hmm. written a ton of Twitter integrations. Just about every API integration that you can think of. Yeah. The one that I've fortunately never had to write is a Pinterest integration. <laughs> Thank, Thank God. Yeah, this whole curve is, is I mean, it's a little depressing to me. I, but I definitely, I agree with this article 100%. This is what I've definitely, um, you know, noticed just from, from being in the industry. It's, it's you know, yeah. really, really big, really, really quick, and then just gone. Yeah, there's no like magic middle where everybody kind of stays around and mm-hmm. you can build your business. And that it's a funny thing. I barely read. I didn't even have to read the article because as soon as I saw the graphs, I knew exactly what it meant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the graphic is just amazing and it, and it nails it. And the fact that it's a shark fan is hilarious. Yeah, it's like, uh, it really is. <laughs> Done. Done. Um, <laughs> then it's like a shark. You see the curve and then you're dead. <laughs> yeah, the problem that I start like I think this is you know for TV and stuff like that, it's great. Binge watching is awesome, but. As a, as a lifestyle, this shark fin thing is so stressful. And, and not even just like, especially for us as developers, because we have to, we get these things flung in our face and we have to learn it really, really fast and get on it and get on it and get on and blah, blah, blah. We put all this useless knowledge in our head because the technology is then gone. Yeah. It's absolutely useless in like two months and nobody cares anymore. Um, I find it even frustrating as a consumer. It's like, to a certain extent, I, I don't care because for me, it's like you're getting these new apps and trying them out. That's fodder for the show. Yeah, but if I weren't doing the show, I'd just be like, every time anybody told me about a new app, I'd be like, "Fuck it, I'm not even gonna look." Yeah. If, if you're still talking about it in three months, then I'll take a look at it. Yeah, or if, <laughs> you know, if everybody's on it and it's like just one of those things where, like, you're in the same room and you want to try it together, but yeah. like if I see it come through some social feed, then I just <laughs> I don't even care anymore. And we've got actually one of those that came through my social feed, mm-hmm. and it'll be in the the app segment. Yeah. That one I see. Uh, that one is definitely on the downside of the curve already. I think. But we'll it, came we'll talk three, about... it came out three days ago. Exactly. <laughs> I think it's already on the downside of the curve. But we'll see what happens. Um, yeah. So thanks for that, Miller. I mean, uh, Miller's posted a couple links on our on our Facebook page, and 
They're always really good. And feel free if you guys got something you want us to talk about. Well, first off, you can pay for us to talk about it at tugboatyards.com <laughs> or tugyards. <laughs> Go to tugyards.com. <laughs> tugyards.com. Or just, you know, post it, tweet us, whatever. Yeah, let us know. Yep. In shocking news, um, Evan Spiegel from Snapchat is a douche. Shocking, as in the shocker, like <laughs> one in the pink, two in the stink, or two in the pink, one in the stink. <laughs> I, 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 well, you know, we'll have to ask the kids. Um, yeah, Snapchat. Uh, I'm sure you've all heard by now. Massive security intrusions, names and usernames stolen, posted online, blah 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 blah. Uh, the recap basically is in August, a security form called firm called Gibson Security warned Snapchat that there were loopholes in its code that left its users' personal information vulnerable to hackers. Snapchat decided to ignore that. Then they decided later on that it was a fault of people, users themselves, who were mistreating and misusing one of their functions. Features. Features. It's to, not a bug, it's a feature. Yeah, it's, a, it's a feature to basically get this information, so therefore it's not their fault, it's you stupid poo-poo heads. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Well, A, this, there's two failures here. First failure is if somebody sends you a security warning. You pay attention. You pay attention because guess what? People who find security vulnerabilities tend Are, to get frustrated if you don't close them. Yes. And then they leak them. Yes. <laughs> so tip number one, kids, if somebody tells you your shit's broken, fix it. Yes. And B, when it's exploited, own it. Don't be a douche. Yeah. So basically, it's again, we, we had talked about that entire kind of culture up there of just that self-entitlement Silicon Valley, even though they're down here. I was going to say, what do you mean up there? It, they're, it they're doesn't down, They're down the damn All road. All the money is coming from up there, even though they're down here. So this was Silicon Beach. This is Silicon Beach, Silicon and we got the same Beach. attitude. It's just that attitude that we couldn't possibly do anything wrong. It's all you guys. Our stuff is great. So screw you. So I've got a new feature, even though I probably won't do this feature very often, but it ties in. It's my joke steal of the week, because I had heard this one earlier today, and I am stealing it. I will give... Uh, Props to Heidi and Frank on KLOS Radio here in Los Angeles because he dropped this one. Taylor Swift is reportedly dating the creator of Snapchat. That totally makes sense as the guys in her life usually disappear after about 10 seconds. <laughs> Come on, that's good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I can't believe you busted out a Taylor Swift joke on our show. <laughs> well, you know, even in the comments that we've gotten on our iTunes things, they like the fact that we bring in the music industry and entertainment stuff. So, you know, okay, just keeping okay. it going. Totes. Totes great cray. <laughs> what do we got here? What's this? Facebook clean? Oh, no, this is a different one. There's, there's one that I saw yesterday where everybody can see your edit history for all time in Facebook. I thought we talked about that one. But other people can see it? Everybody can. Like, if you see a post that's been edited, you oh. click on edit it, and you can see all yes. the different iterations yeah. of that. Yeah, which is... Uh, again, I, I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, it took them forever to add edit. I understand that some people may use this as a kind of a record of things that have happened, so it's good to see when people have changed it. it would but be it a should bit be like for if, the owner of the post, not for everybody on well, the post. Well, okay. So, I don't. Nobody should use Facebook as any kind of writ law or anything, but <laughs> if you were having an argument with a friend and, yeah. you know, well, I remember your Facebook post where you said X and then he's, you know, yeah. since then gone back and changed it to Y... <laughs> At least you can now see that and go, you fucking change that, you yeah. asshole. Um, 
Busted. <laughs> Busted. No, this this Facebook story um, is is something that I saw on. Uh, let's see, what website was that? Salon, I believe. Slate. 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 Slate which is uh, great. I website. decided to delete all my Facebook activity. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> it was hard. That is the it's tagline ex- on it's that. Extraordinarily uh, difficult. Yeah, there's uh, Jennifer Goldbeck, I believe, or something like that. Look her up on Facebook. Goldbeck, there's probably yeah. not much there because she actually did this experiment where she went through and basically said. I've decided Facebook is, you know, I don't want a record of things that I've said 10, 10 years ago out yes. there anymore. Okay. It's, you know, it's for the here and now. I like it. So the, your idea of, Thank you, of self-deleting posts. social networks. Yes. Well, they Jesus. don't exist. But See, I was, I was right 10 years ago. That's, that's going to be my fucking tag. That's going to be on my, my you tombstone. Should, you should just build one. <laughs> Nobody they will come, no. apparently. And in a shark fin, they'll be gone. <laughs> in a shark fin they'll, they'll come and they'll be gone. <laughs> uh, but she yeah. went ahead and did it and explained exactly how difficult it was. Uh, she yeah, simply click delete 900,000 times. I, you basically almost have to delete everything individually. You do, and yeah. I've done it. I did that. Yeah. I did it for about 5,000 items. Right. And the way that the interface is so janked up. On purpose. You cannot see everything in a given year like based on a toggle that they have hidden. It's really difficult. I've done it. I'm back to it. It's like my, my thing is clean. Right. Clean as a baby's arsehole, as they I, say. I, I personally don't care if people read my baby shit, but I understand why some people would. <laughs> but it's not surprising that they make it difficult. It is not in Facebook's best interest for you to delete, to delete your history. They want to yeah, keep all that stuff it. there. So, um, you know, try it. Uh, there, she had mentioned that there are some like third-party, you know, various like J- JavaScript algorithm yeah, crap, but it doesn't really work. No. Um, so there's no real way to do it except for manually, one by one. And that's all. And now it's like I'll, I'll leave stuff up for like five days and then just take it down. Right. But the problem is it's still in their system. Yeah, and, they still and, have it. And, the, and this goes back to... To actually delete your Facebook account mm-hmm. is extremely difficult, and they won't even do it for weeks. Yeah. You know, you put it in the queue, and they're like, to give you time to change your mind. Yes, just in case you're doing this because you're very embarrassed or pissed off. And, and well, they, that's it. Yeah, and they lie about that time frame because <laughs> I did that once, and I went back like a month later and just tested it because right. I've, I've killed my account multiple times, <laughs> but I had to get, get another one back for work. So now I always have one, but... The point was, I went back and four weeks later logged back in with my credentials, mm-hmm. and it's like, "Congratulations, welcome back to Facebook. Here's then, all your data back. Here's all your stuff." Yep. <laughs> Even though they said in two weeks your stuff would be gone for good, and it was not. No, it, no. it never goes away, and none of this stuff ever does. And remember that, kids, when you're doing this stuff. And again, but, like I said, I mean, I I'm one of those people that just like I decided a long time ago, take me as I am, or don't take me at all. The stuff I say may be stupid. Some of it may be puerile. Some of it may be offensive. but Some of it. <laughs> okay, most of it. But I said it. I stand by it. And I am who I am, so it doesn't really bother me. Okay. And I understand even that things are out of context. But my, my thought on it is, God forbid, I am in a job interview five years from now and somebody pulls out a Facebook post that I made like three days ago. If they're not willing to let me explain the context behind it i don't want to work for you exactly yeah it, it's almost a bar- like, like it's a, a, litmus, test for it's a litmus test for them because i'm not going to fucking change i'm going to keep doing this yeah <laughs> and by the way i'm allowed to make fun of you and your stupid industry practices on my private facebook posts and if you want to see them and if you have a problem with them fire me now or just don't hire me <laughs> I, had, I had a job one time where i used to i used to make fun of the owner all the time like in in public because it was just like five of us and then the company grew to about 20 and he pulled not me so as- cool anymore <laughs> he pulled me aside with his then he hired his best friend the lawyer right so the lawyer then followed him around like a little shitty sheepdog yeah and he's like you shouldn't let him talk to you like like that 
in public. And so he pulled me aside and he's like, you know, don't call me an asshole in front of everybody anymore. And I'm like, can I call you an asshole in public? He's like, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah. fine with that. Know the rules and move on. Know the along. rules and live by them. So. And, and then they ended up suing me, those little fucking rat bitches. <laughs> Lawyers in the porn industry are the worst people in the world. I can only imagine. And it wasn't about porn. I wrote a search engine and they stole it from me. Yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Don't so, go into porn, kids. Don't go into porn. Both sides of it. <laughs> so speaking of getting fucked, <laughs> let's talk about AT&T. <laughs> well, this is one of my I, – I just won't shut up about it, and, and I just, uh, I'm just i waiting for the shark fin to catch up with me on this. Okay. Because this same, is, same this is, you're, you're in the boat that I'm in with my ephemeral social network, yeah, which yeah. would be Snapchat, which is going away. But yeah. that's okay. So my thing has been, and I've screamed about many a time on, on these podcasts, is unlimited data is going away. And everybody, every single company is force-feeding us onto the cloud and streaming and blah, blah, blah. And we never keep anything on our own devices anymore. We have to grab it from somewhere and pull it down. And once we have no more unlimited bandwidth, guess what? You're paying a ton of fucking money to get stuff that you already bought. Yep. Again. So... It- <laughs> AT&T is already gearing up for this to happen. Of yeah, course. they've been doing pilot programs down in the south. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so this is starting to happen left, right, and center. And the most, this is, I just, we know we're fucked with this thing. AT&T is starting up a sponsored data program. It will let Netflix go ahead and pay them a ton of money so you don't have to pay it to stream from Netflix. Hey, I kind of like no because my Netflix bill is going to go up then. <laughs> Probably, That's it's it, all yeah. going to end up getting passed back to. This is it's again like we were talking AT&T. about with the airlines about hidden hidden fees, yeah. hidden costs, and how they end up. We still get fucked anyways. Who's going to win out of that? Netflix because they're going to get a ton of promotion and they're going to seem like good guys because they're going to go ahead and pay your AT and T bill. Yep. But AT and T is getting money from them and they're passing the charges back on to you. That we get screwed no matter what. Plus, the other problem I have with this is it's going to be the bigger companies that have the money. It's basically going to squeeze out the field again. Netflix mm-hmm. is going to basically be able to kill any other streaming movie providers. Yeah, exactly. So, so if I get my free AT, if I quote unquote, I'm yeah. doing air quotes here, free AT and T DSL sponsored by Netflix yeah. that month. Do, do they? It, does this come into like? This is like the back door to net neutrality where then yep. Amazon Prime is then throttled because yes. Netflix gets priority access. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's fucking evil and it's coming soon. Mm, and they're well. just going to make it even harder and harder to figure out who's getting the money, why they're getting it, and to find content that isn't sponsored, basically. So once again, they're paying for your eyeballs. Oh, man. Sucks. It but does uh, suck. it's coming, people. Because I finally signed up for my Amazon Prime thing, and I've been digging into that. Amazon Prime's great, yeah. uh, but you know they're they're a big player too. I'm sure they'll do some sponsorship, but they you know if if AT and T does it with Netflix, then Verizon will do it with Amazon. Yep. And that's the game that you'll start to play left, right, and center. So you have like three different internet accounts going into your house, and yep. you have to buy. Then there's a then Kickstarter gotta, you, for the special router that lets you plug in all the different things. Right, so and then there'll be a, there'll be a shark fin app that basically <laughs> monitors your free usage versus your paid usage, and you're gonna have to fucking keep oh. track of everything. And then you got your Excel spreadsheet because you can't fucking trust anything. Because you only get 250 gig a month per. But the Excel spreadsheet is in the cloud, or maybe you're using Google Docs, so you have to check the bandwidth every time you use that. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Oh, fun time. Is this a good world we're heading towards, kids? Man. (laughs) And speaking of that, I just found this particular story funny. Um, the NSA, the is, NSA bad is bad for, for business. business. Wait, who's this? Uh, this is another Slate story. It's another Slate story. I do like the site. Uh, Google, Apple, and Facebook. We have talked a lot about how they kind of fuck with our privacy, yeah. and we're not fans of them. 
They're banding together because they don't like the NSA fucking with our privacy because <laughs> they want to fuck with it themselves is basically well, yeah. the gist of the story. It's like, you keep the hands off the data. We want it. Well, I, th- I think the story is a little bigger than that. It is the a fact, bit bigger. The fact that international companies are pulling out of the U.S., yeah. you know, the U.S. business marketplace, I mean, people are losing money hand over fist over this. And now that this is out, it's, it's bad. I mean, it's, it's – it's, I mean, granted, most of the tech jobs that we're losing are in India, <laughs> so I guess India should be more pissed than we are, yeah. but it's a, it's a clusterfuck. It really it is. is. It is. It's, a, it's an interesting little story. Um, you know, I kidded a little bit about uh, the premise behind it because that's what really made me chuckle, yeah. but if you give this story a quick read, which will be in our show notes, it's, uh, it's really interesting about how all these big companies are kind of just going, hey, hold on a second, U.S. government. This is starting to get a bit ridiculous. Yeah. It's, it, when it starts to cost us money, then... When Google says that you're doing way too much on privacy intrusions... <laughs> yeah. You notice Facebook's not in here because they, they're still... They're still, you know... No, fa- the Facebook is in. Only Amazon is out of this coalition. It's Apple, Google, Microsoft, Facebook, Twitter, Yahoo, LinkedIn, and AOL. LinkedIn. LinkedIn. AOL. <laughs> <laughs> oh, AOL. They're just trying to get the free press. Is Yahoo in here? Did you say Yahoo? Yeah, Yahoo as well. Okay. So. And they're the easiest to hack. <laughs> oh. So, and I only have one more big news story, which came out this morning. Uh, Google is about to let strangers email you. Oh, from your Google Plus uh, account? Yeah. Well, the deal is if you have a Google Plus account, and again, they're, they're writing this as a feature. Let me Let me just start with the with their, their particular little story spiel behind this. Have you ever started typing an email to someone only to realize halfway through the draft that you haven't actually exchanged email addresses? No. <laughs> if you are nodding your head yes and already have a Google Plus profile, then you're in luck. Because now it is easier for people using Gmail and Google Plus to connect over email. As an extension of some earlier, air quote, improvements... That keep Gmail contacts automatically up to date using Google Plus. Gmail will now suggest your Google Plus connection as a recipient when you are composing a new email. Wow, that's kind of uh, so. Basically, hmm. if you're on Google Plus and Gmail, anybody else on Google Plus will be able to email you okay. if they want to. Great. They do say it's a one-time email. They will only allow it once, so that's kind of like a one-time spam pass. That they're basically giving everyone. So I so let me get this straight. I go to Google, I go to Gmail, yep. sign up for a Gmail account, sign yep. up for a Google Plus account, yep. and follow you. Yep. And then it lets me email you. Yes. Wow. To your Gmail. Yeah. Okay. Now they do state first the 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 other user will never actually see your email account. They just see your Google Plus picture and name, but they don't see your email account. And they only get to email you once. But still. I've already thought of 10 different ways to game this system for my Nigerian spam syndicate. Exactly. This is is a fucking nightmare. I mean, somebody is going to write a script that basically just crashes Gmail with this thing. It wouldn't be hard. It really wouldn't be hard. But my point is, who the fuck is the product lead on Google Plus? Like, why has Google not killed this thing? Why do they keep getting these coops? Why do they keep getting these things that basically push Google Plus? Why are they not giving up on it? They're never, what the no, hell? They're, does they're the, not giving up on the it. Google no. Plus product manager must have so much shit on the Google guys <laughs> that they posted on Google Plus. Yeah, no, the, the Google Plus is not going away. I don't care what anybody. Oh says. no, they, they refuse to let go of it. Every they're single everything that Google does now brings in Google Plus and pushes it in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, no, this is this is their their future for social. Yeah, and it also feeds back into their search engine, and yep. it's it's you know it's 
their Facebook and they're never going to let it go. So yeah. you can just, you know, we can laugh that Google Plus is dead, blah, ha, ha, ha. We can all laugh at it, but you know what? I, again, pro tip right now, if you do not have a Google Plus account, make one so you can control what comes up because it does tie into everything Google related. Mm-hmm. I would definitely have one and have your basic information in there. Yeah, I mean. And keep it updated. Yeah, I've got no problem with keeping my Google Plus account going and I, I still have almost, I'm, I think I'm almost up to 11,000 followers on Google Plus. Right. None of which read anything I write. <laughs> but that's okay. They can all email you now their pet projects. That's great. Yeah. And I do get emails from people who like when you post, you know, you can put in, in with a little checkbox, email your Google Plus contacts, mm-hmm. which if you follow me on Google Plus and you ever check that, that box, yeah. we are no longer friends. Yeah. Everybody that's done it, I have unfriended <laughs> in a very public and humiliating way. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. I just, I don't know what the hell they're thinking over there with I this. don't either. Um, and just as a quick, like, last point on that particular thing, you will be able to opt out of it. But the default is, of course, the default opt is opt-in, <laughs> of course. Yeah. So Man, We went through this in the early 2000s. It's like default to opt out. Uh, yeah, but again, doesn't, doesn't make the what's money. in it for them? Yeah. I, I, that would be like being able to delete your posts in Facebook. I, they well, could make that so easy. Yeah. You and I could program that in the next five minutes. <laughs> But what's in it for them to do that? Yeah. And, and I guess back then when we did that, we were all small companies trying to make, you know, make a difference yeah. in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, even, even when Flickr was Flickr and, you know, Technorati and all those guys. And yeah. Flock. Or no, Flock was just a browser. <laughs> um, but whatever it was, it's like we all kind of bandied together and we'd all have lunch together. And we're like, yeah, let's make it easy. Let's make it. A, we were all about the better user experience for the users. Yeah. And now they're just like. Well, we got a, enough users where if we lose a couple hundred thousand, it really is not even a ding on the shark curve. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh. <sighs> I need another beer. Amen. Welcome to this week in shit we put on our computers. I had talked uh, previously about the Budify app. If you were interested in, in getting into meditation and how much I enjoyed it because I'm not uh, one of those California hippy-dippy types that really likes that whole bullshit. You say that to yourself as many times as you have to, but uh, <laughs> we all know the truth. Well, Budify came in, you know, they spoke the king's English with the <laughs> accent, <laughs> so it was much better. Uh, they came out with Budify 2, which is fantastic because if you... Uh, <laughs> Electric Boodaloo? <laughs> Oh, they should have subtitled. You people need to hire us for marketing. Send your dollars to, to send your dollars to Jason at GrumpyOldGeeks.com. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, they came out with version two. Um, I can't remember if the first one was free or not. I think it was. No, I think I paid for it. Okay, it might have been bucks. like a, a couple bucks. Um, it only had. It didn't have that many meditations in it, which becomes a problem if you're trying to do basically like you know one or two a day. Yeah. Uh, that are they're all short ones, which is great. I mean, there are a lot of there. There are some longer ones in there, but I, I'm sorry, I like meditation, but I don't have fucking forty minutes. I got five. I want something to chill <laughs> me out on a break, and okay. and it's I like, really I, good. I for go that. for the fifteen. I go for the fifteen. Okay. Minute I, I like the five to seven minute ones. Um, but if I two has come out. Uh, I believe it's two ninety nine uh, or maybe three ninety nine. There's a, there's a link in our show notes. It's that's it's, that's one of the downsides is when you get an app you can't see the pricing anymore. Even after they change it, it just says download. Yeah, I hate that. I know I hate that too. I want to see what it was. Uh, this one's really good. Um, big update. They've got a ton more meditations in it. Um, different timings, different spacings, different categories. Uh, they've got a whole category wheel now, which is you know. Uh, what are you doing right? It's like Facebook. 
how are you feeling right now? <laughs> that looks um, like a Pantone wheel. It, yeah, it's like a Pantone wheel is how they designed it. It's a really nice design, too. So they've got, like, I, I'm going to sleep. I can't sleep. Uh, you know, just basic meditation. Don't ask me. Traveling, eating, work break, in the park. Uh, okay, all yeah, these different yeah, categories. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. <laughs> so there's a ton more meditations in here. Um, I've been now, playing... is, this a, is this a paid upgrade? Like, if you had the first one, did it just upgrade? or No, pay... it's yeah, a completely pay. different program. It's, oh, it's okay. actually been released as Budify 2. So you can keep um, the original... And then buy the new one. God, I hate so, that. Yeah, shit it's not a paid so upgrade. So uh, there's it, a lot of. Here's stuff. Another, my last question: Is yeah. it a uh, plus app? So it works on the iPad and it does work on the iPad, which is nice. well. I mean, I know it would work, but is it like? Is there an iPad version? I don't it, know. Or you have to two X it. I, I did not check that. Okay. But yeah. Wow. It's not that beautiful, anyways, and, and you're basically just listening. You so. just said it was beautiful. Well, Pantone <laughs> wheel, but I mean, it's not like you're you know, it's not Plants vs Zombies. Okay. You're not, well, you're not, I guess the point is to actually, press a button and listen to yes, it. Yes, you're supposed to actually turn the screen off while you're li- or your eyes should be closed anyways okay. so what difference does it fucking make oh fine god you totally destroyed my zen i'm gonna have to listen to one of these on the break now is there or is, is there, there annoyed is, with co-host yeah, like, there are bitchy co-hosts setting on there no damn it i'm gonna suggest that for version three <laughs> so yeah i've got that it's good um i also have made i'm thinking about making a switch I, i've talked a lot about the moves app uh for tracking ad nauseum yes steps etc etc and how nice looking it was uh, I just downloaded this morning a new app called Argus, mm. uh, which is completely free, and it is way more involved and, and better than Moves is. It, it looks pretty. It's kind of like a DNA Ooh, I like layout. The hexagons. It's got and... hexagons, and you can be friends with people, and you can include things. You can, you include like how much water you've drank and how much tea you've drank, and they've got how all kinds you of. Peed? Does how many times you It does not have pee, but it has a lot of different options in there. You can take pictures of your food. <laughs> Great for you Asians. Okay. What? (laughs) Asians taking pictures of food? That's a meme on the internet. I don't care about the internet. (laughs) Well, Google it. It's quite funny. Um, And the plus side of this, as opposed to Moves, which is always promising that it will go ahead and make APIs to work with Mm -hmm. devices, built in right away from launch with this Argus, the Pebble smartwatch, Bluetooth heart rate, Fitbit, Run Beta, Withings. It also uh, directly, while this app itself is free, it also allows you to, like, do things like your blood pressure, your heartbeat, all that sort of stuff, in okay. which, of course, you have to connect to a different app that costs a buck ninety nine, which course. is probably owned by them. So this, yeah, is, their, be, this is their feeding path to make you buy other things. <laughs> well, that's good, um, but they need to make money. Yeah, they do need to make money, which is I, I would easily have paid two ninety nine for this app. Okay. It, it's pretty cool. You hear that? Send thirty percent to Brian at GrumpyOldGeeks.com. Exactly, or just <laughs> use the link. Oh well. I can't do an affiliate link for something that's free. That well, you can, work. but it's like... You can, but it's a bit... <laughs> it's pissing in the I'm wind. I'm getting 10% of zero. <laughs> yep. Yep, that's the story of my fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our world. <laughs> so, anyways, it's a pretty cool app. I've only been using it, uh, like, like I said, for about eight hours right now. It does seem to be more accurate than, than Moves. It's definitely got a higher step count. Um, okay, here's the thing. You, so. don't, you, don't, you don't have the new iPhone. No, you're, and you're I don't even have the, the... I'm just using the 5, not the 5S with the super chip. Yeah, because so. the interesting thing with the super chip is mm-hmm. that every app that's using the super chip yeah. all gives you the same data. Yeah, <laughs> you get the so same this data. is just a pretty way to display but you, it. Yeah. But it's, it, it's actually doing step tracking on yours, so it's, it's trying to, you know... Yeah. And Pull it out of your accelerometer data. Exactly. So, so uh, it, it's, it's pretty, it's, though. It's definitely very pretty. I'm going to play around with this for a while. Uh, I think moves might be going away. This is cooler. Thank God. And they seem to have stepped ahead, you know, like I said, with the integrations. So if I do end up getting the Fitbit that I've been talking about this time, Or you find the one that I gave you. I don't know. That's well. Maybe we'll find it at Finns because I'm <laughs> pretty sure that's where it disappeared where it about five up. months ago. Okay. 
Damn. So, this is why we can't have nice things. This is well. Hey, you know what? Be happy that I actually found two apps that I just discussed. That's true. That's true. This is normally your segment. <laughs> so speaking of my segment, yes. <laughs> so I made a post the other day about there was a high speed chase because I'm in California on vacation and there was a fucking high speed chase outside my front door. What would Helicop- California be? Three helicopters that? hovering over the house. And I swear to God, one of them was Blue Thunder because I looked up and I saw the lights, but I could not hear it. We we call those a feature of Los Angeles. I, I like ghetto birds. <laughs> yes, it's ghetto a feature. Birds. Okay, thank you. Well, the feature I made a post about it jokingly, and Sean Bonner, who was our guest before, said, "Hey, then maybe you can take a picture of the car and jelly it, and then post it on Vine and all this." I'm like. What the hell is a jelly? <laughs> now I know what jelly is because <laughs> I tried to get you to install it this morning, and you're like, I can't find it in search. And I'm like, it's on the front page of every every way that you get into iTunes. It was on the front page. But I don't pay attention to that. And when I did, to be, I know, but that's when I searched for jelly, jelly birds or something came up first. Okay, it, it was like some game. Well, it's because the <laughs> search in iTunes is shit. It is horrible. Um, so jelly. Whoa. Uh, Jelly is from Biz Stone from Twitter fame. Right. Um, and it's it's kind of like Quora with pictures. Quora is a site where you ask a question and people answer it. This yeah. is the exact same thing but on the phone. Or Yahoo Answers where everybody just says you're a dumb cunt. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I forgot about the planes. The plane. The also planes. a feature. Feature, yes. A feature <laughs> of your home that may land on your head at any second. Um so far, there's not a, uh, that many of my friends on there. Um, the questions are very banal. Yeah. And uh, here's the deal with that. Mm-hmm. I, I was lo- thinking about this on my drive over as I was screaming at the guy going 25 on Topanga again. Right. Don't take a picture I'm gonna of I'm going to jelly you right now and no, say, not. well, I'm going to, like all the young girls out there, I'm going to use this as a social network let because me, this might be the key let, for grumpy old let geeks. Let me quaff my hair. I, I'm going to take a picture of you and say, this man is the co-host of what show? And then we will see if we get... Yeah, okay. We okay. Snap away. There we go. Real time. All right. Snapping. Yeah. Posting. Yeah. So... <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Hey, you know, <laughs> social networks. That's the key to uh, success. <laughs> success. If we jelly ourselves, we will be rolling in We're jelly dough. ourselves. See so, the food here's the deal. We become a donut. <laughs> <laughs> I, already, I already got a donut <laughs> right here. Um, so... Mm-hmm. I go back and I, I start to think about things like uh, Daniel Suarez's first book, Demon, and you yes. have this like you know currency economy with and it's all, it almost goes back to Cory Doctorow's uh, Down and Out in the Magic Kingdom with Wuffy and all that stuff. Yeah. But if I had points or dollars in my account and I put in twenty bucks and I said I want I, I need this question answered right now five bucks are the first correct answer. Yes. And that gives people a reason to answer it correctly. <laughs> I, and it, that was my immediate thought. You did make me download this, and I actually played around with it for about five minutes this morning. Yeah. And I was like, if you had built-in micropayments to something like this, it's, it would actually be a value. It would be right an amazing now, value. Right now, it's not. No. Right? And, and even what you're actually doing with it, I find somewhat offensive, which is crowdsourcing for free. Yeah. But really, people just play around with it because it's brand new and we don't know what to do. So and it's it, mostly it, just jokes and, and stupid it, shit. Exactly. And yeah. it goes back to the same thing, the problem I have with Cora, And, yeah. you know, it's like... You're taking my, my, my brain waves and profiting <laughs> off of them somehow. I don't yeah. know how core does it, but plus like we way. like we've said all along, I mean if you monetize something, people don't fuck around. They actually use it for what it's intended. And figure out how to game it faster. Exactly. Or that. <laughs> so. Yeah. So uh, it's a cute little thing. I'll never ever use it. 
Um, yeah, I'm but surprised if it, they still have it. If but. it were a mono, yeah, well, shark fin. Yeah, like I said, <laughs> exactly. This is the one I was mentioning earlier. This is three days old, and I already see us on the down curve on it. I probably will not open this again in another two days. I know. And um, it just it, it just makes you. It makes me sad that like months of developer effort, time, sweat, blood, and tears went into building that thing properly, mm-hmm. and it's just garbage. It's going to go away. Yeah, because there's no value to it. Monetize right. it, then it's got value. But nobody wants to pay for shit. Okay. Well, one thing I did pay for (laughs) that uh, I still find value in. Let me -hmm. me pull it up here because I forgot to put it in the show notes. Um, Colossatron. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm just waiting. I'm waiting. You're looking. Uh, Half Brick Studios, uh, one of my favorite game companies. They did uh, Jetpack Joyride and uh, this one where you do uppercuts and punches and stuff. Punch, Punch Quest. That was it. I knew I'd get there. I was like, I remember Punch Out. No, no Punch-Out was, yeah. Punch was great. <laughs> um, yeah, Punch-Quest was fun. So they have this new one called Colossatron. I think it's a buck ninety-nine. Okay. Hybrid app. Plays great on my iPad Air. Right. And all it is is you are a space monster attacking the Earth. Of course you are. And for some reason you're collecting money from damages. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's a lawyer space monster. <laughs> I don't know. It's, uh, it's, it's a beautiful game, though. Um, it's, you know, it's kind of a one-trick pony. Does he have but a briefcase? No, he doesn't. He doesn't. But it, like, things float in, and you build him as he goes, and he becomes this giant monster, and then the army kills you, and then you get a few bucks and start okay. over again. Whatever. It's a it's a time waster, but it's a really fun one, and it's really pretty. And that's all. I mean, the Half Brick Studios makes time wasting stupid apps that are fun right. that you waste a lot of time on. Jetpack Joyride, I played for way too long. Um, but yeah, this was this was fun for I think a buck ninety nine. It was good. Okay. Big shout out to Mike Vinicor, our previous guest, for giving me the uh, $50 iTunes gift certificate. So I've been going crazy with (laughs) shit that I would never buy. So this falls into the shit that I would never buy category. But it's fun. And it turned out to be great. Okay. Security. So the security stuff that we usually go through, it's been two weeks since we've had a a chit-chat. And Mm -hmm. the security news that's come out is so extensive and far-reaching that uh, what I think I'm going to do is just put all – I'm going to do a pinboard dump into the show notes at grumpyoldgeeks.com slash 40 since this is our 40th episode, believe it or not. It's my age. (laughs) Um, The show's as old as me. In a couple weeks, it'll catch up with me. Um, (laughs) But there is one thing that I want to talk about, and that is Jake Applebaum's talk at the 30th Chaos Computer Congress. I think that's <laughs> it. Um, uh, 33C, I think, whatever it was. 30C3. I'm surprised, I'm surprised they didn't go with K's. KKK. It's Germany. They can't. Oh. It's in Berlin. Actually, they moved it this year to right. uh, Hamburg, I believe. <laughs> it's usually in Germany. Yes. Um, and it goes over, you know, Christmas to New Year break type of thing. And yeah. it's, it's an amazing convention. I think there was like nine, ten thousand 10,000 people there this year. Uh, but it's the 30th anniversary of this Congress. Right. Um, but uh, Jake Applebaum, guy I knew from San Francisco back in the day, who uh, he gave me my first tour of kink.com. <laughs> he was the system admin at kink.com back then. Now he is a spokesman for WikiLeaks, and uh-huh. you probably don't want to know him. You don't want to have your phone in his contact list. That's for because sure. Because he's been, he's been held over by the feds at uh, airports and had his phone scanned and um, had a pretty rough time of it. And uh, he pretty much thinks that they've broken into his apartment in Berlin and jacked his computer from there. It's all sorts of stuff. But... 
My point is that he did an amazing <laughs> talk at this uh, Congress in Berlin, or Hamburg. Hamburg. I think it's Hamburg. I'm hoping it's Hamburg um, over the break. It's two hours long, but it, this is where he talks about all the data that has been released to Der Spiegel, which is the yeah. German, German uh, publication, that talks about all the stuff that the NSA can do. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the catalog, he released the catalog of stuff that that's kind of off the shelf uh, stuff that you can just, if you're in the agency, you can order or yeah. buy. Some are free, some some are viruses, some are physical things, and it will blow your mind. It is it is a fantastic two hours to spend or hour to just sit and watch. Um, I love the uh, the one that you had mentioned when we were on our little break, which is the little end of microscopic chip that they put on the end of an Ethernet cable. Oh, and that it, basically it, anything that passes through that cable gets sent home. Yeah, it, it's, so, it's incredible. Uh, say you know, say they want to get you for some reason. They want to see what you're doing. They you order a cable off of Amazon, they, thinking nothing. Okay, it's that. Well, well, you're not going to go down to the store to get an Ethernet cable. You're just going to order it off Amazon. Intercept your shipment, replace the cable. Boom. Next thing you know. Everything that you're doing, and they've got things like if you buy a laptop, they have pre-molded cases with, <laughs> with you know electronics, and they don't even have to be on the motherboard. They can be motherboard adjacent. Yeah. So they just swap out the case. They'll 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 you know hijack the hijack the shipment in transit, which also leads to all of the questions about FedEx, UPS, who's compliant there, yeah. Amazon, uh, who, who knows? And then they swap out your case. Bob's your uncle. They got all your data. Yeah. It's 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 mind blowing. I mean, just the when you get down to the the minutia of like how crazy these guys have gotten with how to steal your stuff. USB cables. They this USB cable that my microphone's plugged into right now yeah. could easily have a chip in it, and you have to take it apart, examine it with a microscope to find it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that pretty much sums it up. You're just if they want you, they got you. Oh yeah. I mean, that's been understood as far as I'm concerned. I, so. Well, it's been understood, but now you see how they do it, and it's just yeah. like, holy! It's ingenious. I mean, it's impressive. It, it really is. Like it's just on a on a on an intellectual level, it's amazing. Yeah, uh, from um, from nerd porn, it's great. Yeah, it's great. It's know? unbelievable nerd porn. Um, sucks. <laughs> definitely sucks. Yeah, definitely sucks. I mean, you just learn more and more that the laws don't matter. It is what it is. If they want you, they'll find a way. They'll get you done. Kinda security. <laughs> so all these links will be in the show notes. Check it out. Yeah, um, if you, seriously. If you're like really happy and just can't handle being that happy, go ahead and read them because <laughs> it'll ruin it for you. Uh, Jason's got a bunch of good stories this time around. Yeah, I followed pretty much since I've had two weeks to not prep for the show. I've been prepping for the show. <laughs> I took two weeks not looking up security items and actually being happy for once. No. <laughs> it, uh, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Uh, over the break, uh, I flew into Toronto on on uh, Christmas Day, actually, and we have a bit of a tradition when I get into Toronto. Uh, that day, um, everybody kind of finishes up their stuff with their family, and we meet at the only pub open in downtown Toronto called the Dogs Bullocks. I've, I've got a picture of that place. Yes. Yeah. Went by there. I never went in. Yeah, so it, it, don't. The only reason we go there <laughs> is because sorry. it's the only pub open that night. It's like um, Sizzler on a holiday. Yeah, and a, and a bunch of us kind of meet and get together. And uh, I, I missed last year, but uh, for the past two years running, Cards Against Humanity is played that evening, which I'd never played before. That was my first time. 
amazingly awesome game. I've never played. My brother plays. He loves it. It's so much fun. It's completely wrong. It's disturbing. It's hilarious. And it's my only favorite card game in the world anymore. Okay. So, I just, I, if, if, if you want to play with me, Jason at Grumpy Old Geeks, because I don't have any friends and I'd like to play some cards. <laughs> I'd imagine there's probably an online version. Or if, if they haven't made an app yet, they probably I'm not should. that fucking pathetic. I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it helps if you actually know the people, because that's part of the game is that you're playing specifically okay. towards them like okay. you pick your cards based on okay. anyways it's a, it's a lot of fun and it's horrible the whole point of that preamble is I found something on the web this week that is inspired by and they go thanks to Cards Against Humanity for the inspiration for this site this is Headlines Against Humanity and the tagline on this is because page view journalism sucks which yep. <laughs> you and I both really agree with. Exactly. Uh, you know, this is the Huffington Post thing that we always rail against. So you load up the site, and basically it presents you with two headlines, and you have to guess which one is real and which one isn't. Kind of like our Real or the Onion segment that yeah. we do occasionally here. So let's pull this up. Okay, Jason. Headline number one. Remember the dinosaurs from Pee-wee's Big Adventure? You're not going to like what they're doing now. Headline number two. These two contestants pit the church against the devil. Find out who wins. Which one do you think is real, Jason? I'm going to go with the second one. These two contestants bit the church against the devil. Sad but true. That yes. one is the real headline. Um, okay, read, one more. And then it links to the article so you can do okay, that, but we'll, we'll play one, again. One, okay. one more. Right. Article one. You peed on me, but it's okay. This New Year's Eve misconnection is an instant classic. Number two. Why this girl has a box of heads is even more disturbing than it looks. Actually, both of those could be the most. Of them. Um, yeah, seriously. Okay. Uh, the... The nerd in me wants the first one to be true, but I'm right. going to go with the second one okay. again. Read headline. Sad but yes. true. Oh, you nailed it, man. Well done. Okay, anyways, as okay. you can see, this is if you are as fed up with the Huffington Post and the fucking bullshit, sad state of journalism in this world now as I am, you will love this site. I, when I first found it, I spent an hour on it. Good times. All right. Yes, yeah, so that would be headlinesagainsthumanity.com. That's right. And uh, the second site I found actually was was posted on my Facebook wall by somebody who was like, I bet you think this is hilarious. Worst client comments turned into posters. <laughs> <laughs> and this is off Board Panda. The link will be in our uh, in our thing. But uh, there's a bunch of really great posters with uh, that. Oh, my God. I've had, like, had that one. I, I really like the color, but can you change it? Yes. <laughs> I'm the target market, and I don't like it. These are beautiful posters, <laughs> These are beautiful too. posters with these amazing sayings. Uh, can the woman in this picture look like she's burning 300 calories? Now, I'm assuming <laughs> these are all actual client comments, and we've had sites like this before. Like but this is an actual designer that has done it, and, and they're gorgeous. They're beautiful. Yeah. These are amazing. I like it, but can the snow look a little warmer? <laughs> <laughs> the target audience is males and females age zero and up. <laughs> So dog is off brand. Yeah, and these are just like these are beautiful beautiful posters. And I'm actually at uh, Wendy Marvel. Please stop listing that right now. My business partner. Um, (laughs) I'm actually going to find some of these that have actually used real comments that I know that uh, they've said to us. And this is going to be your present. I'm going to get them printed. Um, (laughs) These are fantastic. (laughs) That just doesn't look premium. (laughs) Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, okay. we're getting lost in it. Yeah. yeah, turn it off, turn it off. <laughs> turn it off, turn it off. Uh, and finally, I found uh, 
it was my <laughs> again. I wish uh, our friend Bob would have come up to uh, to join us since we're together for this recording. Because yes. I wanted him to record one new bumper for us. Listicle of the week. <laughs> since I love listicles so much, I did find a listicle uh, that I thought was good. Of course, off the Huffington Post. Uh, but I'm side sure boobs. They, they probably stole it from someone else. Side boobs. No, it's Happy Birthday iPhone. Here are seven things you killed. And I thought this was really interesting. Uh, number one, roadmaps. Table manners. That should have been number one. Table manners. The Blackberry. Alarm clocks. Point and shoot cameras. The iPod. Our attention span, which I agree Squirrel. with. Squirrel. <laughs> and I think that was all seven. So there you oh, go. Okay. So that was my listicle of the week. I think I want to I do a segment on listicles who can't count. Because they'll be like, these are the 21 things in here. And, and then like eight. 18. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've seen that many a time. Very funny. Yes. I, oh, that's the. I forgot my iPhone one with the little hot Asian chick side boob. See, there is the side. Oh, there boob. is a side. Well, I can't be Huffington Post <laughs> without side boob. And look, down in the you may like side boob, side boob, robot hand side jobs. Boob. So there's six you may like articles uh, recommended on the HuffPost site. Three of which show side boob. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, HuffPo. You're awesome. I know it says ear candy, but uh, sometimes my ears are busy and I like to look at things with my... I like to listen to things with my eyes. (laughs) And this week, Sherlock. I'm just... I'm so happy Sherlock is back. Sherlock is the BBC series, the re-envisioning of Sherlock Holmes with Benedict Cumberbatch and uh, the Hobbit dude. (laughs) Which Which one? The one that plays the Hobbit and the new Hobbit. Oh, Martin Freeman? Yeah, Martin from, yeah. Originally from the uh, UK office. Yes, yes. Okay. yes. He, uh, it's... And it's also been... in um, the make of uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yes, yes, so, he was in yes, that. Sci-fi geekdom there. And, sure. uh, oh, okay, tangent. Did mm-hmm. you like the Hitchhiker's movie? Uh, yes and no. Okay. I like that they made it. I didn't actually enjoy it. I didn't like it the first time through, but on subsequent viewings, I think it's fantastic. Okay. Right. Watch it again, and it's all we're ever going to get. So Yeah, you know that's what? for sure. You know what? Yeah. Learn there will like be no it. so long and thanks for all the fish. <laughs> yes. And there will certainly, unfortunately, be no Dirk Gently, which is my favorite. Um, but Sherlock, back to Sherlock. And Sherlock and uh, or Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman are in the new Hobbit movie, The Desolation of Smaug. Which I saw and was good. I liked it. I, yeah. The first one bored the The first one was boring. The second oh one was great. God. The second one was fantastic. I was pissed when it was over. <laughs> so, Sherlock, <laughs> the initial point of this, if you haven't seen Sherlock, which I was, I was under the assumption that everybody I knew has seen Sherlock. This is the third not. season is out. This is this is what I'm getting to. The guy I live with in Chicago hasn't seen it. You haven't seen it. Two people that I would have just assumed from the get go would have seen and loved the series. Have not seen it. it. The first two series are on Netflix. The new one's out now on BitTorrent. <coughs> um, and <laughs> that's the best network of them all, isn't it? <laughs> yes, as my brother would like to say, everything's on it. <laughs> no, my brother just likes to say, I have friends in Sweden. <laughs> uh, Pirate Bay reference, if you're that slow. Um, anyway, which I was. Uh, so Sherlock airs in the U.S. Season three airs January 18th on PBS Masterpiece. Mm-hmm. You have time to go to Netflix and watch the first two seasons. And number three, so they've aired two uh, episodes of the three-parter for season three, and the third one comes out on Sunday. Right. On <clears throat> BitTorrent. And uh, it's amazing. It's fantastic. I love it. 
I, I'm just I am tickled pink that it's back. It, it took a two year hiatus because Brent Benedict Cumberbatch and his Cumber bitches. How did you? Well, so he did Star Trek. He did Star so again, Trek. This is like well, he did Star Trek. Smaug. He did. Yeah. He played Julian Assange um, in the WikiLeaks movie, right? Which I didn't see. I didn't either. I heard it was yeah. shit. I, Kevin Mitnick posted on his Twitter that it was crap, so I didn't go. Um, he, he compared it to the movie about him, and I've seen the movie about him. It was <laughs> that was terrible. So anyway. Uh, if you have not seen Sherlock, see Sherlock. It, I'm, a, I'm a huge mark for Sherlock Holmes. I've read I read all the stories when I was 14, and I love them. And these guys do. It's a retelling. It does it so much justice. It's written by Stephen Moffat, or it's created by Stephen Moffat. He doesn't write uh, all of also them. Also from The Office. Stephen Moffat did The Office? He, he, he was a co-producer on it, I believe. Oh. The UK version, again. Yeah, but he also did Coupling. We talked about yeah. this on the mm-hmm. episode with Rudy Jachon. Yep. Um, so definitely check it out. Okay. I will. You fucking better. <laughs> well, did you like the movies? Hmm? The Robert Downey Jr. bullshit movies? I did. Oh, you did like those? I okay. Actually, I liked them a lot. I thought they were fun. All right. If you, like I said, I'm, I'm a mark for Sherlock, so yeah. th- you can really tell when somebody that is making those things knows the lore and the backstory. Yeah. And there are, there, if there are in-jokes... They're in faithful jokes, to the... Yeah. yeah. Even, if they're, even if it's not faithful, if there are enough in-jokes and winks yeah. to the original... Then I can go with it, mm. but I love the Robert Downey Jr. ones. I thought they were fun. Cool, they were just stupid popcorn, but they were fun, and I love Robert Downey Jr. Mm. <laughs> oh come on, he's great. They let him out of jail to film a fucking movie. Which one? Which, what movie did they let him out of jail? I for? don't remember what movie it was, but when he was busted and he was put in jail for the whole drug binging and then waking up in a neighbor's daughter's bedroom, and then they threw him to jail for a while, they let him out to shoot a movie. Welcome to Hollywood. They, I don't believe they let us out of jail. Oh, we're not going to go make a movie. <laughs> we got a podcast to record on Friday. You're going to have to let me out of jail. Well, when our Anyways. podcast starts bringing in $100 million for the local economy, then yes. they'll probably let okay, us out of jail. Whatever. No, look, think about no, it. No, 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 I can't, I can't do... Uh, if, There's a lot of people that have a lot of money riding on him, like gaffers, craft services. All those people don't get paid if he's in jail. Yeah, he was a douchebag. Let him out of jail, then throw his ass back in. Okay. Anyway, next I, topic. I can't do my epic Robert Downey, Downey Jr. Uh, rant again. I did it uh, four <laughs> years ago at the Oscars, and it's still a thing of legend that people talk about that were there. So, okay. uh, moving on. Moving on. Let's next. go. Um, I, rather than have any kind of music or anything for ear candy, I figure this is the appropriate segment for it. Um, I was in need of a new pair of headphones. Uh, I'm a bit of an audiophile. Did the music whole engineering thing in college, et cetera, et cetera. So I was like... It's fucking time. I need a new pair of decent studio quality sitting here recording the podcast, just listening to music when I really want to hear a decent uh, pair of headphones. I went to the iTunes store and, you know, the, the Beats by Dre are everywhere now. All the, it's basically the only pair of headphones that exist in the world anymore if you believe in, you know, kids or you look around or you see any advertising. I tried them all out. They're basically, they're all, even the lower level models are fucking expensive. They're hideously expensive. And, and they're, they're hideous. horrible. They sound horrible. Really? The quality on the lower level models is really bad. I will say the studio level ones, the sound is absolutely fantastic. It's ridiculously good. But those things are 270 bucks. For the, the high end, yeah. 270 The okay. high end are 270 How much are the low end? Like 100 uh, Something like that. They're like 100 I think there's another. There's like three levels. There's 100 there's 150 and then there's like the 270 ones. The 100 and the 150 ones, the fucking free white ones that come with your phone sound better. Really? As far as I'm concerned. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're, they're shit. Marketing. It's all just marketing. Um, and to illustrate that, I actually ended up getting a lower level. I've always been a Sennheiser fan. They do great 
great headphones. Um, they don't look all that fly. They aren't that cool. Uh, they don't have a doctor behind them. <laughs> oh, doctor, oh, make doctor. me some headphones. But uh, they're, they've been doing headphones, they've been doing audio engineering, and they've been doing audio gear for, for fucking ever. Um, and I ended up picking up uh, HD 280s, which are basically 90 bucks. And wow. sound as good as the $270 mm-hmm. Beats by Dre headphones. They just don't look as pretty. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I had I had some really nice Sennheisers. I think I paid 120 for my old pair. Right. The only problem I had with them is they were really hot, mm-hmm. and after a while, the uh, the pleather on the ears kind of wore out. Right. Um, but they were, I mean, the sound quality was amazing. They were just hot, and mm-hmm. in California, you need cool. That's why Dre's in the in the mix because he's cool. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the, they're both listed in the show notes. Um, if, you, if you're looking for something super high-end and you've got to have that cool, like, I've got to have my Beats by Dre, uh, the Beats Studio, 270 bucks. if you're willing to drop that. Really good sound. Okay. Really good sound. For 90 bucks, the Sennheisers are amazing, just as good. And if you go super high-end on Sennheisers, you're going to get even better. But you, pro- you don't need it because you're probably going to be listening to things off your iPhone and their MP3s. And unless you're lis- listening to flax that are recorded like <laughs> 760 you know, quality, you're not going to notice a fucking difference anyways. Yeah, most people aren't going to notice the difference. I, I have got these pair of the, these bows that you were listening to before. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. My bows, uh, noise-canceling ones. I've had these things for probably six years now, yeah. I think. They, they held up great. They mm-hmm. last like a motherfucker. And uh, the sound quality is amazing. So I'm never getting rid of it. Until these things break or yeah. somebody steals them from me, I'm sticking with these bows. I mean, this is like the second gen that they came out with mm-hmm. of the noise-canceling ones. I love them. Uh, noise, uh, bo- I have a pair of uh, those um, for plane rides, and they're fantastic. Yeah, that's uh, a- You can hear everything perfectly, and everything else is drowned out. You get rid of the hum, everything. It's fantastic. I actually used them when I was in an office surrounded by women <laughs> who would chatter all day. Right. It, it, it does have... There's a setting for... For high-end for chatty, male chatter. Ch- <laughs> chatty chatty McChatterson. Yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> um, they, they should come standard in any San Francisco cube farm. Or marriages. Ooh, I have to cut that bit. The only reason I put this in ooh fancy is because it's something that they would say on the show. I'm a huge fan of AbFab. Are you part of the AbFab cult? No, I'm not. Absolutely fabulous. British show, Jennifer Saunders. Oh, my God. It's been off the air for years. It's been off the air for years, but they're going to do a goddamn movie. Are they kickstartering it? No. Oh, my goodness. Fancy. (laughs) Fancy. I am so excited about this. I can't even talk about it. Wait, how are they going to fund it? The old-fashioned way. Oh, investors and money. Investors and, and money. and Studios. Uh, studios. And, and the whole deal. Like the wow. way that proper people do things. Oh, fabulous people do things. Apparently. Fabulous people do things <laughs> that way. Actually, this, this brings me on a quick tangent really quickly. Let's talk about this because I, I just got the news today, oh boy, that um, <laughs> uh, our, our friend that, who we pimped his Kickstarter quite a bit, Mr. Zane Lamprey, uh, I still haven't seen a show. I haven't seen a show either. All I've no. gotten is a really terrible T-shirt. I've gotten a really terrible T-shirt. I haven't seen a show yet. Got a few emails about how they decided to make them an hour-long show, which is why it's now taking them so long to edit them. But today I got a press release saying that he's been hired on to a show, um, some sort of reality TV thing about uh, he's going to be a judge and it's some sort of inventors, but they have to battle each other. 
So it's even more ridiculous than the current re- crop like, of reality like, shows. Like Junkyard Wars or, or something? something like that. I, I didn't read the entire press release because I saw it and I got so annoyed about the fact that he had pimped <laughs> Kickstarter so hard and how yeah. this is going to be the way that he's going to do things from now on and bring yes. things direct to us. We haven't gotten a show yet, even though I paid money for it. And he's already signed on back on the old school model. And he's doing a show for a network. Interesting. Zing. Hmm. I wonder if Amanda Palmer is going to kickstarter her next album. Or do you think it might be studio money? Maybe studio money. Who knows? Maybe we should redo this segment as Kickstarter in the balls. (laughs) Since I just felt like talking about that really quickly. Um, Also, just as a quick note for that as well, uh, Kickstarter did a a funny little, did a video for their their year-end review. I got spammed by it multiple times. I never watched it, They spammed everybody about it. And it was a list of things that I've never paid attention to. Listicle? It was a listicle of things that sucked. Uh, they it even, sucked? Well, no, it didn't oh. suck. But it's like, it's like their hits of the year. But oh, okay. I thought it was really strange that they actually included that uh, company that got in all the trouble with the Beastie Boys. Really? Uh, they included huh. that as one of the hits of the year, which I guess it was. I mean, Well, they made money on it, yeah, so what are you going to do? Money, so what are you going to do? Um, oh, that's yeah. interesting. Anyways, back to the original point. Absolutely fabulous. Doing a movie the old-fashioned way. Okay. They I'm, don't I, take your money to fund it. I'm a little stuck on this, uh, this Zane thing, though, because... And I mentioned uh, Junkyard Wars. Yes. I would pay Kickstarter money if somebody would bring back Junkyard Wars. I never watched it. You never watched Junkyard Wars? Uh, I don't. There isn't a single reality TV oh, show I watch. This was, the, this was OG, man. This was this crazy British guy in a junkyard with all these inventors, and they would, they would make trebuchets and shit like that. that it's not those. as OG as Robot Wars. It was before Robot was Wars. Was that even before Robot it's Wars? I did 10, watch Robot it Wars. It was 10 years before okay. Robot Wars. All right, fair enough. No, and they ruined it because Discovery bought it and they brought in Americans. Oh. Americans fuck everything up. That is so true. The Americans do fuck up everything. You know, the British were the uh, original. The office. The, no, no offense the, to the people. British people the, love the U.S. office. Nowhere near as good. I didn't like it either. I don't like that humor. <laughs> but the, the British were the original imperialists. And then, you know, we threw their tea in the water, and now we're, we're the imperialists, and we, we're screwing it up. But they did it right. They did it in a gentlemanly fashion. They did it with a fine accent and a tip of the hat and a tip-tip cheerio. That's right. Stiff upper lip, all that. Okay. Sorry to sidetrack your AbFab segment there. No, but, well, AbFab, again, great British show. There you go. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, I, mean, I think you would really enjoy it. You should... Go back and watch an episode on YouTube or something. I will find or, it on or, one of my streaming services. Or, or, or your friend in Sweden. Yes, my friends in Sweden will <laughs> be absolutely fabulous. Yes, but I'm very excited about the movie. A lot of people are. Um, this is going to be good. It's good stuff. So the other thing that I had in fancy was uh, I was getting really, really burnt out by all the CES coverage because I just think it's a circle jerk of stupidity. And I didn't want to do a big episode on it but one of the things that did come out of it is that and i thought this was interesting um there's finally going to be an iphone case that has storage built into it so you can turn your iphone from being a 16 gig to a 96 gig or whatever yeah i looked at stupid expensive it's stupid expensive (laughs) it's like you'd have been cheaper to buy the upgraded iphone to 64 or whatever but even if you have a 64 and you want another 64 Tape two damn iPhones together. Or, or there's the Still. concept of just go ahead and download it to your laptop. The cloud. Or the cloud and then pay for but it whatever. Later. There's easier ways around it than spending 180 bucks on another case. True. Uh, but I always wondered why there wasn't one, and now there is one. So. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That um, was the only thing that came out of CES that I saw that was even slightly interesting. Well, there was the Michael Baker fuffle. There was that. Which wasn't even that much of a kerfuffle. I thought he, with all the news that was going around with his, like, Michael Bay storms off stage, blah, blah, blah. I figured there was a new movie coming out by him. Otherwise, why would there be all this coverage about it? Yeah, but he just, he literally just walked off the stage. And I'm like, that was it? 
Yeah. That was it? He got pissed off because... Okay. The teleprompter didn't Let's work. Say, he was doing a presentation for... Samsung. Mm, Samsung for mm-hmm. one of their curved 4D TVs, mm-hmm. which I don't even know what the fuck that means. It means it's a big TV that's curved. Got a curve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I've got, a, I've got something big that's got a slight curve to it as oh, well. Jesus. But... <laughs> oh, cover your ears, children. I was talking about my bike. Shut up and talk. Anyways, <laughs> finish, finish. Your no, there, shit. <laughs> so he was doing. He was hired by them to come do like a. You know, I'm a director and I live in the realm of fantasy. And this is these TVs will make my dreams seem even bigger. <laughs> Look, I just did what he should have been able to do. Yeah, <laughs> without a teleprompter. Apparently, his teleprompter fucked up. He got pissed off about it and he walked off stage in the middle of the presentation. And yeah, off. and I just said all he needed to say. That's about it. It, it, it. The fact that he couldn't wing it is pretty damn pussy, you know? It is. It's, it is a little pathetic for him, and I think he comes off as very unprofessional and an idiot, but then again, look at the movies he makes. Terminator 2, baby. <laughs> Terminator 2. That was actually a pretty good movie. No, it was not. <laughs> no, it was not. Did you notice? But if you watch it on a 4D <laughs> curved TV. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> It'd be great. <laughs> Did you notice from Term- or, uh, not Terminator, uh, Transformers 1 to Transformers 2? I'm sorry, I, those no. movies, no, can't. I, well, I stopped watching number two because I could visibly tell that they cut corners on rendering time. They didn't render as many frames right. of the robots right. breaking into a building, whatever the fuck they did. They didn't render as many frames, so it was herky-jerky. Hmm? And like Terminator One, like I watched that, I thought it was the stupidest damn movie I'd ever seen. But when I watched it Jason, at the light, it was gorgeous. It am, was gorgeous. I am paid to bring fantasies to life and and have them come to screen. <laughs> then I must intuition. go buy. A, I must go buy a Samsung 4K TV. <laughs> if you only you had one of these TVs, you would see. I don't have what t- I meant you to see. I do not have 10K for the 4K. <laughs> The TVs look stupid, but at least they're not pushing the 3D bullshit anymore. Thank God. I think 3D is finally uh, stick a fork in it. It's done. except for the movies. I still Except don't... for... Although, to be fair, I finally... I saw Sandra Bullock, George Clooney... What the hell is it called? Shivity shit. Uh, gravity. I saw that in 3D. It was amazing. I'm sorry. It was, to quote the kids, totes amazeballs. I'm sorry, but... <laughs> Okay, the and th- it would have sucked in 2D. I it saw it in 2D, is- and it was a steaming pile of bullock shit. It was great in 3D. It was a steaming I thoroughly pile enjoyed of shit. It. it was then go back and watch it on. Try it as an experiment. No, you I'm not going to spend the money to go. You've go asked me thing. to do horrible things as experiments. Uh, yeah, play play games that you turned out to love. I'm not going to for go. a day. Shark fin. <laughs> exactly. Bikes okay. versus shark. I, I thought it was great in 3D, and I can't imagine it being any good in 2D, as you just proved. Yeah, it was terrible. So. Everybody that's seen it in but, 2D, uh, but because that's you know. such a limited application for 3D. If you're trying to actually tell the point, why it was so good is there wasn't really much of a fucking story. There was no I, story. Exactly. It was pure eye candy. We should put this in the eye candy segment. Damn. <laughs> it was pure eye candy, and it made it great. The 3D was stunning. I was. It was great. I was really sitting in the theater just shoveling popcorn into my fucking pie hole. It was amazing. <laughs> Anyways. I was, in, I was watching it going, what the fuck is the hubbub? Why is she up for an award for this? Um, I don't understand it being up for any award other than visual or technical. But uh, it was... Yeah. But visual that, technical, that's what made it. The so. robot that they built to, to swing her around to make her look like she was in space. Yeah. And my mom was like, 
Couldn't they use some NASA stuff? NASA can turn off gravity, right? <laughs> just wow. Face, I, I face palmed on that one, but then we oh. totally have those skateboards from Back to the Future. Closing shout outs. So it was nice to be back in the studio with the planes and the heat and the air conditioning and <laughs> everything. Yes, the Venice studio is not exactly built for podcasting, but it, it, actually, this is a little bit better to me than doing it over Skype, but, uh, it was way more fun. <laughs> it's definitely more fun. And, and we must be getting older and wiser because we did not drink all the beers and neither of us no. is slurring at the moment. No, not at all. We had two beers each. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, granted it is two eighteen in the afternoon. <laughs> so and that's we weren't we were going to not drink at all because we're about to head down to Finn's. If you follow us on any of our lovely social networks, like, uh, yes, we're if you follow the <laughs> grumpy old geeks, Pinterest page. Yes. We have pictures of the beers that we're going to drink. Oh <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. We're going to head down and go have a drink up. So hopefully somebody will show up, but I have a fairly good feelings that three in the afternoon on a Friday is not the time that most people can get out to come drink with really a bunch of old podcasters. A good time for us to pick, but there you go. Next time around, we'll, uh, we're in the same place. We'll, we'll do a night thing. Yeah, I got a flight in the morning, so I got to yeah. go back and pack and maybe do some laundry so it doesn't stank up the plane and all that. <laughs> uh, there was one thing I wanted to, that I forgot that I wanted to talk about a little bit was um, I've upgraded my Mac to 1Password 4. Right. Um, I've been using three. I, I had the latest app on my iDevices, but uh, four on the Mac is, is is a great upgrade. It's actually worth the upgrade. I didn't think it was going to be, but you know, I got a gift certificate that I mentioned before, so I did the upgrade, and yeah. it's uh, it's gorgeous. It works flawlessly, but I think you had some problems. Well, I've got to tell you. I mean, I I'd been saying on this show that I was going to go ahead and do my digital revamp life, and and I'm switching over to one password about probably five months ago. Mm-hmm. I didn't actually do it until this over this break. When, oh, good. Well, when, I, took, when I basically just it. took my Mac with me on my travels instead of actually having my PC or anything. So I was Mac only, and I went ahead and and started to move all my passwords over and get everything into one password. Works flawlessly uh, across all my iDevices. Do you use Dropbox? To sync or you using Dropbox to sync. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's a phone, iPad, Mac. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. PC desktop version of the soft of four. Perfect. Four does not work for PC browser plugins yet. On any of your browsers? Nothing. Doesn't work on Chrome, doesn't work on Safari, doesn't work on Firefox. Okay, real quick question. Did you uninstall the old one before you yes. installed the new one? Okay. And I did Same. all that sort of stuff. I wasted a little bit, and then I finally went to their site and they said, sorry, not working yet. Oh my God, that's good. So they released it before it worked for any of the plugins for PC. Oh, that's uh, guys. Which is what are you bit, doing? It's a bit annoying. Um, yeah, but I mean, I'm I'm generally working my way off PC in general. But since right now I am still kind of dual, since my yeah. desktop is all set up here, it's beyond frustrating because I've now changed all my passwords to these unintelligible yeah. gobbledygooks. And anytime I want to log into anything on my PC, I actually have to run the, run app, the app and copy, copy and, and paste. Yeah. So no, it sucks just because I've I've been getting a lot of people that I know in my travels across the country who are mainly PC folks still uh, who can't can't afford to do the switch to Mac uh, to use One Password, and that's I didn't know that. That's that's yeah, going to come back off. to bite me in the ass. Yeah, hold off because Oof. they are still not working. Um, oh man, it's a little frustrating, and it makes it very Damn. difficult. Yeah. But once they fix that, it's genius, and it's such a no-brainer, and it takes no time, and if you're not doing this, you're an idiot, and I can't believe I waited as long as I did. Hey, see? I told you. I told you. And this is not sponsored by 1Password because no, we, we have, have no sponsors. sponsors. <laughs> uh, but it's, a, it's an amazing product. I really love it, and I really recommend everybody use it. Yeah, and that's like – forget about like our security segments where you think we're probably lining our houses with tinfoil. This, this actually makes sense. 
it's a no brainer. Your pass, as you see every day, Snapchat's passwords are up. Everybody's passwords end up online at some point. Uh, all this, it, this generates them for you. It's super simple to use. It's really easy to log in. It's just a slightly different way of thinking about things. And it's really easy to make the transition and you're done. Your security is almost as air it's basically as airtight as it can be online yeah the only the this. only thing that i would recommend is going and checking out that article that i wrote that i never posted to the website about how to do uh, well how would they check that out then jason <laughs> someday i'll get around to it um there's there's a there's a very clever way i say it's clever because i came up with it but it's probably not that clever then uh to make sure that nobody ever gets your email your actual email address mm, this is when we get to the tinfoil bit no no but it just makes it easy because that's how unless, Matt, you're, on, no, unless that's how, you're on google plus yeah that's, that's true um, oh did i just screw up your paper no no you didn't you didn't no but that's how matt honan got got hacked was they got right. the email address and they he used the same email address across and so once they get the email address password yep. but if you never use an email address and you always use a four or an alias yeah. for every site. Yeah. And there's a very easy way with Google Docs to use an alias with no. just using the plus modifier. Right. But there's also a way that to use the plus, the plus modifiers will still kind of give you your main email address. But there's a way to just do aliases for accounts like group accounts so you can't get into your bank account or anything like right. that. It's, right. it's we're getting a, simple a system. little Sorry, bit, I'm going. I'm getting going a little off. deep for a closing I'm shout going, out I'm segment. Going off, I'm going off we'll, the rails. We'll talk about that again. Okay, point. I just wanted just one last question. <laughs> How's the transition going to the Mac? Because it's been it, – we started this show when you were doing the transition to the Mac. Well, I didn't actually – again, started. I didn't really do it until over the break. Uh, yes. It's actually quite easy. Um, I'm not going to drink the Mac Kool-Aid. I'm not going to say it's the best at everything. There are some things that are so ridiculously stupid uh, that I can't even fucking believe it. But in general, um, it's easy. Uh, being able to use gestures since I've been on an iPhone and, and an iPad for so long makes total sense to me. Uh, I still haven't sat down and done a full project, but I definitely was able to take care of little bits here and there while I was on my break. Um, it's definitely sexier. Uh, overall, liking it, yeah. But, Good. you know, having to hold down shift, delete, to delete anything instead of just hitting delete. Command delete. Or command delete, whatever. I'm still not used to that. Your thumb is going to be your best friend. Okay, but uh, I just like delete. If, I'm fairly confident about when I want to delete something. See, I don't, I don't go along with that. <laughs> okay. It's done for a reason. It's but just, anyway, it's done I'm glad, for a you're, reason, I'm glad but, you're finally getting there. Overall, it's, it's fine. I mean, to be honest, there's 0.05% difference between PCs and Macs at this point. Everything runs unless, unless you have to spend four hours fixing your parents' Outlook, which I did over the break. Well, nobody should be using Outlook. Yeah, no one. Well, on a PC, what else are you going to use? Thunderbird. I, I use Thunderbird. Oh God, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I know people that use Opera for mail. <laughs> Literally, people that just use Opera for. I've SMTP. always liked Thunderbird. Is fine. Okay. I actually like. It I better actually than I Mac like, mail. see the icon there. Yeah. yeah, I like it better than Mac Mail. MacMail is just a steaming piece of shit with well, uh, like, with Google now. Oh yeah, God, that that yeah. thing. I, I use my iPad for m most of my mail now because of that screw up <laughs> with Gmail over the Mavericks up upgrade. Yeah. Oof, that's bad. Okay, all we're right, we're rambling. Hole. We're rambling, and it's time for us to pack up and head down to the bar. So turn on oh. the AC. <laughs> yes, let's crank the AC. See you guys next week. Later. Keep up with the Grumpy Old Geeks on the web at grumpyoldgeeks.com. On Facebook at facebook.com slash grumpyoldgeeks or email them at podcast at grumpyoldgeeks.com. Have a good week. Okay, last one to kill a bad guy buys the beer. We're driving to Florida.
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.